Think of any stereotypical newspaper movie. You know, reporters are at a big long table, editors grilling them on their story ideas, everyone thinking about what their readers want to know or need to know. Today, the best journalism flips that image on its head. It's community engagement journalism. And it starts instead by asking people what the news is, what's actually going on in the world, and then reporting it from there. Last year, NCPR took a deep dive into that pool. We hired our first ever community engagement reporter. And we did a lot. And we want to report back to you on today's story of the day. Support for Story of the Day comes from Pearsall Wealth Management at UBS Wealth Management USA, subsidiary UBS AG, member FINRA SIPC, 1 Broad Street, Glens Falls. Hey, I'm David Summerstein. It's Monday, January 8th. First up, Senator Chuck Schumer says a provision in the Inflation Reduction Act will mean real savings for seniors who are on Medicare. The Democratic majority leader says starting this week, there's a cap on what they'll pay out of pocket for prescription drugs. New York seniors on Medicare will have out-of-pocket prescription drug costs capped at $3,300 this year. Schumer says that means no senior on Medicare will pay any more than that, no matter how many drugs they take or how expensive they are. He says a large percentage of seniors have drug costs over $3,000 a year. And with things like commonly used cancer drugs, averaging $12,000 per year in out-of-pocket spending for one drug alone, that drug alone. But now, thanks to this new rule, the costs can't skyrocket. Schumer says eligible seniors will save even more in 2025 when the cap is reduced even further to $2,000. Community engagement is baked into everything we do in NCPR's news department now. Our texting club, for example, has more than 500 participants. So you truly shape the stories we find and the news we pursue. Our first ever community engagement reporter, Amy Feireisel, joined Todd Moe this morning on Northern Light to talk about what we achieved in 2023 with your input. Community engagement, you know, it's just a fancy term for when NCPR connects with listeners, and that's not new. Think about, you know, folks calling into our music shows, emailing us with story ideas, and event series like The Howl. But listeners may have noticed that we've sort of been ramping all of that up in new ways in the past two years, you know, making crowdsourced maps, putting out lots of surveys, and asking people, you know, to send us in their news tips and their photos and their stories. And so as the community engagement reporter... I sift through a lot of that data. You know, I call people back. I put the points on the map and I send out texts to our texting club and I respond to everyone who texts back. And the reason that this stuff is important is because our news and our arts reporting and our storytelling, it's just better, you know, when when the residents of the North Country are a part of the journalism. Mm -hmm. And we did a lot in community engagement last year, starting with our 25th anniversary look back at the 1998 ice storm, Mm -hmm. which was a huge part of the North Country's collective memory. It is, and we really wanted to revisit it through the eyes of everyone who lived it. And pretty much all of the stories we told that month about the ice storm were direct contributions from listeners by way of the survey or the texting club. And hearing those first-person accounts was really powerful. Here's some clips. But the smell was what really, really 
amazed me. It was like stepping into a sawmill. Three days into the storm, there was a big thaw, and that was a huge problem. We have people coming in and out all the time, take a shower, get something to eat. And I don't think that was unusual. If you had power and you could help people, I think people pretty much did that. That was Allison Arnold from Peru, Brad Pendergraft in Parrishville, and Marjorie Brown in Plattsburgh. Yeah, it really makes you feel like you were you were right there. And it's great because we heard from a lot of different people and uh, from different places, folks we wouldn't have known to connect to contact. That's a real focus of the texting club and community engagement overall, to get voices we wouldn't normally hear on the radio on the radio. And that was also a goal of our library series, which you, Todd, kickstarted in the spring. Yeah, that was a a project that pretty near and dear to my heart. A big fan of libraries, and libraries are, are really at the center of so many of our North Country communities. We asked folks to reflect on what libraries meant to them and featured conversations with librarians and library staff. And so many people responded and shared such beautiful, heartfelt stories and feelings. Honestly, it was really difficult to pick something to play. Mm. But you spoke with Mary and Marty Schubert from Lake Placid about their library and what it's meant to them and their children. Linda Blair, and we call her Linda Librarian, she's (laughs) been with the library for over 44 years. Our kids are now... Our daughter's 41 and our son's late 30s. I used to take them there to Linda's story time. She had one hour a week, every week, and she's still doing it. Linda Blair, the fixture at Lake Placid Public Library, keeps me supplied with books. She's just a librarian extraordinaire. I call her and tell her I need something, and the next day uh, she says, come on in, Marty, and pick it up. A lot of what we do with the texting club and listener participation is fun and joyful. It's also become central, Amy, to how we report our deeply reported news and journalism, especially with with our big news stories. It is. And and that started actually during the pandemic when we were trying to connect with folks virtually and realized how much richer our reporting was when we crowdsourced story ideas, especially for series. And the first series we did that um, with started with our child care series in 2020. We had a survey out for that, and we followed that with a series on education and the worker shortage and housing. And this year, it was health care. Yeah, and it's a, it's a long process. We asked folks to fill out our health care survey in the summer, but the series didn't start until this past fall. Mm-hmm. And it took that long because a lot of our stories were shaped by what people said was important to them in the survey. I mean, we really broke that down and looked at it as a news team and a newsroom. And we spoke with people who who then shared their individual healthcare stories. And I think it's a really important way that we focus our attention on the people impacted by an issue. And so much in-depth human reporting came from that. Um, it's hard to play anything because there's so much. So you can find our entire healthcare series online at ncpr.org under the news tab. Okay. I, I know there's a lot we haven't touched on. We haven't touched on things like the good news tip line, our holiday roundup. But I wanted to make sure we talk about it's actually there's a link right on the website right now about mm-hmm. the mural map. Yes. And which was such a fun project. And that was actually our second NCPR sourced map. Last summer, we had the ice cream map. And this year, we really 
really wanted to highlight all of the amazing public art in our region and the artists who have made it. So many people, so many people got involved and sent us pictures of murals and painted rocks and sculptures. And we got out and visited them too. Uh, Catherine Wheeler visited Joanne Lincoln and Colton this fall to talk about the mural she painted in the story garden next to the local library. This just was almost immediate. I was like, okay, you want to add a rondack? I know exactly what I'm going to do. There's a pond, there's birch trees and mountains, and, and there's 45 animals hidden in the mural, including the two children who are my grandchildren. I love the fact that this mural artist, you know, incorporated her own grandchildren yes. into the piece. It's really delightful, yeah. And we can't end our conversation, Amy, without telling people how they can get involved. Yes. So really the easiest and most direct way is to be a part of our texting club, which over 200 people joined this past year. Now we're at over 500. You'll get one, maybe two texts a month, and you can respond when you want to and just totally ignore us if you're, <laughs> if you're if we're asking about something that you're not interested in. Um, and the texting club was, it was kind of the big source for most of our community engagement projects this year. So to join, super easy, just text the word NEW to this number, 315 315- Nine seven eight six two seven seven. That's the word new to three one five nine seven eight six two seven seven. Other ways to connect are by emailing us at news at ncpr.org, you know, responding to our social media callouts, and of course taking our surveys, and we'll be sure to have a new one of those out soon. That's Amy Feireisel, our first ever community engagement reporter, speaking with Todd Moe on our morning news show, Northern Light. I really hope you'll sign up to our texting club. You can hear Northern Light every weekday morning from 8 to 8.30 or subscribe to the podcast and listen anytime. Music today by Caitlin Scholl of Lake Placid and David Archibald of Kingston, Ontario. I'm David Summerstein, North Country Public Radio.